Welcome to the Three Feet from Possibility podcast. Shining a light to the next step. Together we can make a difference. Welcome back. I am your host, Georgina Lewis, your greatness enabler for the next half an hour or so. And today's topic is let's all sing together and win. In this podcast, I'm going to go back in time to when Coventry City won the FA Cup final in 1987 and really understand what that feeling was like, the nostalgia, and how we can feel like that right now. I'm also going to take a look at the late Kobe Bryant, the legendary basketball player who was sadly taken away from us in 2020, and have a look at his strategy on winning and what we can learn from the legend he became. Let's have a look at that. So, let me take you back to the heady heights of 1987 and the FA Cup final of Coventry City and Tottenham Hotspur. Coventry City had never won a major trophy until 1987. Before this, there was a famous Monty Python scene where the world leaders had got together on a quiz show and the question was, When have Coventry City won the English Football Cup? Well, the answer was, at the time, which was 1970, that it was a trick question. Coventry City had never won the FA Cup. But let's just have a look at this now. Coventry City last won the English Football Cup in what year? No, I can throw the question open. Anybody else? Coventry City last won the English Football Cup in what year? No, well, I'm not surprised you didn't get that. It is, in fact, a trick question. Coventry City have never won the English Football Cup. (laughs) So now we've got But wait, I'm going to go forward to 1987. Now, as a child, I was 10 years old who experienced the day and can still remember where I was, who I was with, and definitely that final own goal from Tottenham Hotspur. The finesse of Gary Mabbott, the player for Tottenham who scored an own goal in the extra time because it was 2-2. Yes, those 90 minutes were gone and we were right into extra time and somebody had to score. Well, Coventry City's Lady Luck, or should I say Lady Godiva, was definitely looking down on them on that day. 
I can hear the cheers now from the crowd and the song that was being sung. While I reflect on this day, I want to highlight and bring out the feelings. The feelings associated with winning. I remember the feeling of winning. I was a child when Coventry won and felt no bounds in my happiness. No guilt, no shame, no end. I was in the moment like no other. We were on top of the world. Going back to a time when we felt the love, we felt the flow, the passion and the greatness. It wasn't about being one. It was about being all together. The feeling of collaboration, the feeling of being in a group, belonging to something which was bigger than us. And it was amazing. And we wanted to keep that feeling. Can you remember a time when you felt you were really in flow? When you really felt you were winning? What did that look like? What did you hear? What did it feel like? Just for a moment, everything had come together. You can feel the greatest you have ever been. You can feel the power inside of you and the magic feeling of winning again and again. Imagine how you felt when Coventry City lifted that cup high above their heads. The cheers, the roars of the crowd. Take that feeling and go forward and act as if you are winning every single day. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Find light in the beautiful sea. I just do be Oh, Coventry City was shining like diamonds then. So I'm bringing that feeling back. I'm bringing it into the now into the right now and I'm bringing it forward I'm going to have it today and I'm going to keep it and I'm going to have it for tomorrow as well I can feel it right now in 2022 I better get back in the room get out of that dream state anyway let's move on I'm now going to talk about Kobe Bryant. So my son followed Kobe Bryant so much. He was the legend. He was the leader. He was the person who my son followed because he loved basketball and he wanted to learn from excellence. And Kobe Bryant was definitely somebody with excellence. 
So there's a lot of respect for Kobe Bryant. He was tragically taken from us in 2020 in a helicopter accident, along with his daughter and seven others. It was a huge tragedy. However, his life is is one where I want to just put that lens on it. Because when looking for excellence, we accept no one is perfect, that there are things that don't fit so well to our ideal, some things that do. But I'm going to look at the things that do fit with excellence. For me, there were 10 things which came out from a speech Kobe Bryant did on motivation, on excellence, on winning. And it was really about how he started from a young age and took the steps in order to become the legend that he was. So number one was purpose. Now, we speak about purpose and about our why. Simon Sinek is a great advocate of this. But also Napoleon Hill talked about the definiteness of purpose in his book, Outwitting the Devil. So let's go back to Kobe Bryant, though, and about his purpose. So he spoke about his vision. He wanted to be the best basketball player. He knew what he wanted. And while he had a choice, he chose relentlessly to learn the game. This was a step to winning. The second thing, number two, stay in your lane. What does this mean? Well, actually, this means to be curious and to question things and to ask yourself, is this going to help me? Whenever you do any activity, is it going to help me move towards my purpose? Which means that anything you do, any decision you make will be something that is in your lane. It's in the line towards your goal. And if it isn't, then don't do it. And that's exactly what Kobe Bryant did. Number three, keep working and don't give up. Even if you don't know the answers or even if you don't know the questions, just keep going and you'll figure it out along the way. Just don't stop. I really, really love that one because the first season that Kobe Bryant did when he had already decided that he was going to be the best basketball player in the world, he scored nothing. Zilch. Nil. Nil point. He didn't achieve anything in his first season, his first year at playing basketball. And yet, he didn't give up. He kept working. He started to be curious. He started to watch the TV with the basketball players on it. He started to learn about everybody associated with the game. So number four, find something you love. So this is connected with the purpose, right? But this is more about the love of the game. His passion was absolutely 100% basketball. The goal was made clear by the love of what he was doing. So, okay, he didn't score any points, but he still loved the game. And that was something which is a huge clue in winning and being successful. So number five, watch excellence. Kobe watched people like Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan, and he challenged himself to get to that level. He asked himself, how do I be as great as Magic Johnson? How do I play like Michael Jordan? 
How do I get those skills? Modelling, asking questions on somebody's approach to a skill that they are excellent at is really, really useful to then understand what you need to do in order to win. How did they get there? What kind of things do they practice when they get up every day? How often do they practice? Kobe Bryant asked all of those questions. So everything he did was to learn better. Looking at people, watching the TV, associated with basketball. When you have this point of view, the world becomes your library. That's what Kobe Bryant said. When you're really open to learn and to see the excellence in other people doing what you want to do, it's like going to the library and picking a book out from the shelf. All of this excellence was around him and he could go into that library and take those books and read them and step into the world of basketball. Number six, the security of failure. Failure is part of the process. You can't win without failing. Now there's a paradox. Kobe's dad loved him like no matter what. Kobe's dad told him, it doesn't matter if you score nil or 60, I will still love you. So he had that security of knowing that he was loved, knowing that people would not judge him if he didn't score 60. And therefore, he could just go. He could practice, he could fail and fail again, again and again. And every time he did, he got up and he kept going. And he knew that failure is an opportunity. Failure means that you're doing something towards your goals. Failure means that you're learning about the gap of what you're doing now and how you need to do it differently to get to your goal. It's exciting, failure. It highlights what needs to get better. Yeah, it's terrible to lose. It's the hardest thing to face, actually, to lose. But it's also a huge opportunity. So we're growing, right? Maslow's hierarchy of needs to grow and contribute are the two highest ones. And if we're growing, we're definitely winning. So in that moment, if you are failing, just get over yourself. Just accept it. It happened. And okay, figure out what's needed to get better, to train differently. Just always have the end in mind. So number seven, keep practising. Understanding that there is a long-term view. Changing habits or training. It has to start somewhere. And recognising things may take a while, a few years to manifest. Then so be it. A strategy is to practise. And this supports the whole piece around, you know, the law of aggregation. You keep practising, even though it's mundane. The mundane turns to mastery in the end. And it's those steps. It's that discipline. It's that, oh, I don't want to do this today, but I'm going to do it anyway. Every single day. Because you are three feet from possibility at that point. You know what your outcome is. You're right in the middle of it all, working, grafting, grinding, and you are three feet away. It's just around the corner. You've just got to keep going. 
You've got to keep practising. And that's what Kobe Bryant did. He started when he was 13 years old and then he went through 14, 15, 16. It was only in year maybe three or four, I think he said, where he really, really came to fruition. He really had taken all the things that he practised and it all came together and he was outstanding. So number eight, break the strategy down. Kobe realised that he could take down the bigger goal by breaking things down into small areas. So he concentrated on different things like shooting or dribbling or increasing his stamina. And he really concentrated on them and he practised them. And he had to give himself the time to master the areas. It could take him up to six months. But that's okay because all of those things that he was working towards was going to take him to the next level. He worked on the basics, the foundations, the fundamentals. He wanted to be better. Some rely on just their natural gifts, their natural athleticism. But that's fairly limiting if you just rely on your natural talent. He worked on skill. He worked on those resources that he knew they were there and he practised. This leads me nicely to number nine. Work on your weaknesses. There is a school of thought that in order to get anywhere, you should stick to the knitting. You know, play to your strengths. Don't do anything that you're not good at. Just do the things that you are good at. Okay. Actually, that could probably get you quite far. However, if your goal is that big, that circle is so huge, you're going to have things in it where, you know, maybe you're going to have to work on certain aspects, which you consider as weaknesses. But they're just things that you just need to practice more and have a look at how you do them to get better. And Kobe Bryant mentioned this. You know, he didn't score anything in that first season. It wasn't even close. He modelled himself on people who could score. He explored it. He worked out how he had to do things in order to score. He worked out how he had to do things to run faster, to stay running faster. And he really upskilled those areas to help him become one of the greatest legends of basketball. But isn't that interesting? And nothing is perfect. This is number 10 now. Nothing is perfect. Kobe Bryant knew this. And actually, it was to get as perfect as it can be. To control what you can. How did he break down his opponent? Could he control that? I think he did. Because his answer to that was, I'm going to go back to the gym and train even harder. Isn't that great? He took his focus away from anything external to do with his opponent and he worked on him. He really worked on himself. And Kobe Bryant also said that he had this thought in his mind that in the end, he didn't want to say, I wish I had have done more. So he projected himself into the future. He understood what that might have looked like. And even the way that he left this world, he still managed to absolutely say 
that he did everything that he could and he was a leader and a huge example to us, to us all as a generation. So I really thank Kobe Bryant because everything that he said in that speech was really motivational. It was really understanding about the thoughts of winning and knowing that you can feel the greatest that you've ever been. You can feel the power inside of you and the magic feeling of winning again and again. Take that feeling and go forward and act as if you were winning every single day. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. This is the Three Feet from Possibility podcast. Brought to you by Georgina Lewis.